I'm Lauren XOXO, bitch, bitch, bitch. Welcome to this week's episode of Lauren XOXO and Friends. And if you haven't already, please go on Apple Podcasts and leave a review. And let's get into this episode. <sighs> How are you, Yaya? <laughs> I'm actually okay. That's good. I'm okay. You? I don't know what I am. I'm like... I've just been having a lot of anxiety for the past few days, so mm-hmm. I'm in. Which is understandable. I'm very just like I'm like weird, and then I got an email earlier from one of my vendors, and they started talking about the looters, and I'm just like, yo, I need like three weeks off, like yeah, I I need to not be in communication with uh, people who aren't black for a minute, like. I just, it's, 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 it's a lot. Right. It, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, yeah, it is. It definitely is. It's very frustrating, actually. I, I'm, I'm frustrated about other things, not so much more of, like, I'm not even mad at the shooting anymore. I'm mad at, at like, the, like, the stupidity of most people. Uh-huh. That's what I'm frustrated about. But it's just, like, I am learning to give people space to grow, so I'm trying to refrain from getting frustrated by that. Right. Okay, so I mean let's start with the stupidity. Like let's start let's start with that. I think right now my frustration, like for example, like today is this quote unquote blackout Tuesday situation. Um I, I guess with me is just like I don't know, maybe because I'm on Twitter, right? And I use Twitter just to keep, like, see live updates because right now, everything is, like, getting censored. And this is, like, I was telling somebody the other day. Actually, I was on a, I was talking to Mina the other day. Shout out to Mina Doll. Um, we were talking about net neutrality. And I was like, you know, this is the problem. Like, everything is becoming censored. Like, you can't find any information. So this is why I kind of appreciate Twitter a little bit, little bit because you can see live updates. And there's things that a lot of these, um, platforms are not posting on Instagram that you can find on Twitter. Mm, okay. So what, you're, what, what people are not realizing is that, especially, and like again, this is why I don't fuck with the shade room and bull alert because they omit stuff. Or they or it's like, how could you not like post this if you know this is happening? But anyway, I digress. So there are there is a bunch of footage of white supremacists white nationalists who are going to these protest protesters with axes, these these machetes, um, these AK-47s, Desert Eagles wanted to, about to shoot them. Some, some of the kids got shot over the weekend because of it. And what's frustrating is that there's this narrative that that is Antifa. And then it's like, and it's like there's some publications or some platforms that are posting about it that's been posting about it over the weekend. But it's, it's kind of disheartening to see that it's not more of it. And now when it came to Blackout Tuesday, Blackout Tuesday was not supposed to be for us. It's not, it, was, it wasn't supposed to be about the music industry, especially like 
the, the music industry that's ran by white Jews. That's what it was supposed to be for. It's about for them to be aware and get some cultural understanding and to understand our issues, which I, I'm confused about. These issues always existed. Um, but anyway, it was supposed to be for us. I mean, it wasn't supposed to be for us. So now, I don't. I knew about that, and then then I started seeing more and more posts about it. Like, oh, tomorrow, blackout. Don't post. Don't engage. Don't engage. And I'm thinking, like, what? And I wake up and I see all these boxes. I'm like, oh my god, they fell for the fucking bait. They fell for the bait. And everybody's putting Black Lives Matter. Black Black Lives Matter. Now, like that particular hashtag, all you see is Black Square. So, people who have genuine intentions that use that hashtag, they can't tell their stories. They can't. They can't give you information or anything like that. So we have to be a little bit open-minded to the fact that if they, if white supremacists and white nationalists are starting these riots, are doing all these, all this shit that hurt us, women should not think they're not doing it on the computers in our social media realm. Right. Like we have to like, we have to stop being so fueled by our emotion and slow the fuck down. There's so there's so many things that were going on today. For example, Hillary Clinton was going to going to court today. Um, it's primary Tuesday for those who who feel so strongly about voting, and and I was kind of pissed off about people who felt who was pressing people about voting. They didn't even know it was primary Tuesday. So it's kind of like this is what happens when you just follow the crowd and don't ask questions. Right. But everything becomes very like counterproductive. It because me, me posting a black square does not do anything. And I'm tired of the solidarity bullshit because it does not mean anything. Yeah, yeah. Dead like, ass. I was oh like, what is me posting a black square on my page for one day going to do? Right. Nothing. It's not going to do anything. And even like my cousin, she just post this she just sent me a dm so there's this thing right now for black um i don't care i'm gonna say it's supposed to be done in private but to me i told her it's counterproductive so there's this thing that she wants that people are sending to the in people's dms about boycotting and i think my cousin missed the point because it went over her fucking head so she sent me um this thing it's like a a list i think it's like 10 days or something like that and she's like the day one boycott walmart target Sam's and Costco's and BJ's and I'm like okay stop let's stop for a second uh, now we're not talking about New York State this is supposed to be a, a nation, nation, nationwide type of boycott there aren't many black um, essential businesses that these people cannot go to for a day mm-hmm. or like a black pharmacy or anything like that even if so black one day does not make a difference thank and you Thank you. One, one day does not make a sense. So I'm like, so what are they supposed to do? Just buy all their grocery shopping the day before and not go to grocery shopping the, the that day that we was have a boycott? It doesn't make sense. I like the Montgomery boy, boycott lasted over a year. When Ti was um, when Ti posted, it was like a post about July seventh and how like no black people or you know any people of color should buy anything for this one day, and I'm like, why are y'all so focused on these one day things? Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. It does. It, it literally does not mean a thing. One day, y'all just want to commit one day. But that's why I'm saying, like, some things are just counterproductive. Because now, what, they got this July 7th thing coming along. It doesn't make sense. Because at the end of the day, 
I still got to go get gas and put in my car. So am I not supposed to go to the gas station that's owned by, you know, uh, uh, someone from the Middle East or uh, Iraq? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's not no black gas stations in Brooklyn or Nassau or Suffolk County. Right. Or Queens or, you know, like, that's the shit that I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, these one-day boycotts does not add up. And I'm not going to waste my time promoting them because it does nothing. The, at, like, and that's what I'm all. saying. Like the boy, Montgomery boycott lasted over a year. So if you really need to want to see change, and that's why I said, like, that's why I kept saying, like, every day we need essential businesses. We need essential businesses. Or if anybody that follows me, if I allows you to, um, I kept saying, like, you know, we need more essential businesses because I'm now going back and forth with my cousin and my DMs, like, as we speak. Because she's like, I get what you're saying. I was like, no, you don't get what I'm saying. Because there's still no solution. The solution that we're looking for is not going to happen until another... If we, when people stay with this type of energy, we can't see the effects of it for another, like, four or five years. Mm-hmm. And that's the true effect. If people keep, remain or keep this energy up. Because we can't sell people to boycott and only shop at black-owned businesses and every other black-owned business is a fucking skincare business, including myself, because I'm not an essential business. It's skincare nails um hair microblading brushes or t-shirts and that, that that's not how we sustain a community yeah that's very true so it's kind of like and that's what i was trying to explain to her like even with my business like my me my business alone cannot sustain a community it's not really needed it's not you need, we need outlets to go grocery shopping. We need mm-hmm. pharmacies, we need laundromats and stuff like that. And I feel like until we have those things, more of those things, at least two in our communities, then we can boycott, like, fuck that. We only go and shop at, you know, John's Organic Grocery down the street. Instead of going to, like, a, a Pathmark or something, or, or uh, yes, there's a Pathmark that's still open in Brooklyn. People don't know that. Um, or, like, a, a shop, shop right or something like that, or a Trader Joe's. We don't have those options, so it doesn't make sense. Right. We're, like, extremely dependent on everybody else but ourselves. Um, And I was having a conversation with my friends because we were just like, okay, like, how? what can we do? How can we, like, what are we going to do to move forward, you know? And although there are a lot of black-owned, non-essential businesses, I was like, I think that's the first step. Like the first step is when I want skincare, I buy something from you. When I want clothes, I buy something from a black designer. Like, you know, like what can we put our money into now that's in front of our face? Because I think the thing is, a black, like black owned businesses, sometimes they, they're not the first things that come to my mind right. when I need things. And so I think we need to kind of, you know, fix the way we think like just just doing that just saying like I wanted some flowers the other day and I was like after having that conversation I was like I'm gonna find a black owned florist shop like I'm like that's just that's I feel like that's where it starts is the way we think and you know yes we can get and I and I do understand that like we don't have we don't have a Target we don't have a, a Walmart uh, a grocery store but I think if we the more money that we start putting into the business the black owned businesses that are out now the more money they'll generate and then the more money like we can just keep putting money into us and then you know those those other businesses can come that's what I hope 
Yeah. I hope that we can. But I think the first thing to do is, like, we just need to change the way that we think. Like, um, even in doing my research, I was like, oh, shit. Like, I can get mugs from black-owned companies. Like, I can, there's just... There's just so, like, instead of just going to my usuals, I'm going to do the extra work and I'm going to buy black. Like, that, oh, for yeah. me, I, and I do buy black, but I don't do it enough. So, yeah. now I'm, now I'm going to, like, that is my, that's going, like, that's at the top of my list. And I was having a conversation with my mom because I was talking to her about, like, you know, where it starts is, like, us putting money into our own communities. And she was just like, well, you know, like, when I go... When, when I support black-owned businesses, you know, she said the same thing everyone else says. She's like, oh, like, they either try to beat you over the head or, you know, the customer service has been really bad, Lauren. And I was like, mom. I said, mom, I'm a buyer. I said, the reason why black-owned businesses have to charge so much for stuff is because they can't buy on the same level as a Target can buy. They can't. I said, you want to know how wholesale works? If you buy a hundred or something, you get it for a dollar. If you buy a thousand of that same item, you might get it for 20 cents. Exactly. I said, so, exactly. I said, so mama, that's why they can charge so little. And I said, and don't think that when you're paying $19 for something that they're not beating you over the head. Don't think that that item that you're paying $19 for, they didn't get it wholesale for 50 cents because they did. So you're still getting beat over the head any way you want to look at it. I said we have to change our way of thinking. I said we have to we have to we have to talk to these businesses when we do receive bad customer service. We have to have a conversation with them before we give up on them. Like let's give them another chance. Let's let's just let's stop giving up on each other so easily because it just doesn't make sense. Doesn't. Not at all. And that's what I get frustrated about with a lot of these businesses, with a lot of these comments. Because it's just like, despite the whole issue with George Floyd, it's just like, it's, it's just like the shit that I'm seeing. Like, it, it's, it's just like, you could tell, like, a lot of people just, they, they don't read enough. And they make these, these statements based off of other people. And, like, even, like, this morning, right, I made a comment. I said, um... What I say? I said it's primary Tuesday fools. I got so much heat for that for that for that thing for that statement in my story. He's like, oh, people look for you towards information, and you shouldn't you shouldn't um people value what you say. And I said, I'm not in the business of, to make anybody feel comfortable. I never was, and I feel like if you feel if you're that insensitive, then you don't need to be fighting for nothing mm. because this is not going to be a a easy journey, and I'm not here to hold nobody's hand because the people because the people who are and I'm, like, really disgusted. Like, you, yo, people are like, y'all need to go out and vote in November. Y'all totally forgot about Prime every Tuesday. Y'all totally forgot about that. You And it's just like, you guys, are just, you guys think y'all can just go to the polls and call it a fucking day. That's not how it works. The change starts from with you. And I'm like, I'm, I'm like I, was, I was getting frustrated over the weekend because I'm seeing things about, um, what I was seeing, things, I was seeing people talking about the, um, the looters, and because I didn't, I never in my in my a million years that I think that it the looting would have like trickled down to other parts of the country. I was just thinking this was going to be an isolated situation. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't think Atlanta was going to be the way that it was. 
I think New York City people, you know, people selling Chanel bags for that's five hundred to fifteen hundred dollars right now. Where? Where? <laughs> when we get off this phone, I, I mean, I, I mean, when we end this podcast, we need to talk. I know, right? But no, but seriously, like people, you know, and this is the thing I didn't ever thought about it, and that's why, like, initially I was just like, okay, well, I don't see the problem with them taking out a Target that has been funding the police department in Minneapolis that's been harassing black and brown people. I don't see the fucking problem with it. I personally don't. And those resources that were stolen was used to actually feed the protesters at that time. So and nobody talks about that. And what's frustrating is that people don't highlight that these are that these white nationalists, these white police officers, these white white supremacists are the ones who are starting the looting. Yes. No one is talking about it. Mm-hmm. And that's what's pissing me off. Because it's just like, y'all, y'all only highlighting us and making it like, black people this, black people that, and, you know, this is why they think about us this way, and X, Y, and Z. I'm like, yo, why are you seeking whitey's fucking validation so bad? They never fucked with you anyways. Clearly, you yeah. can see, it doesn't matter if you are what they, what uh, people will say is a good black or a bad black. They don't fuck with you. Yes. And that's what I was getting frustrated with. I don't care about the looting. I feel like it is what it is. Um, I I did. I, I hated to see all of those black businesses. Um, I hated to see those situations, the small black businesses, and the looting that was done to those. But then I I I also remember like every war has its casualties, and there are, there are always there are always going to be innocent bystanders. Like mm-hmm. you know. That that that's what happens in war. But I didn't I didn't even want to put that on social media because I was like, what I'm not gonna have is an inbox full of people that don't know. Like it's just like y'all don't even. It's like y'all. It's like y'all thought this was gonna be perfect. Yeah. No, no war is perfect. But they're making a statement. Like, I'm just like, I don't know if it's because I come from a military family or what. I was like, but that, like, war isn't like, let's just, oh, we only just going to fuck up these things. No. Other, no, thing, other things are going to get fucked up, too. And it really sucks. And I, I was having conversation with people in the DMs. And I was like, since you feel so strongly about this, please go and donate. You know, y'all want to get up on social media and... Uh, complain, 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 and talk down and say what people should and shouldn't do. I said, listen, all of those businesses set up GoFundMes. Mm-hmm. Send them something if you got it. Because these words really don't mean... What You condemning people who don't care? Yeah. Like, and people need to realize, too, there's no way, right way to protest when you're protesting against the system. There's going to be a lot of problem with any alternative or solution that you have. And I, that's why I said, like, I keep saying today, like, I'm not, my main concern is not about any of this shit. Like, I'm not concerned about protesting anymore. I, I'm concerned about what Kayana is going to do to help out the community. Yeah. Because it starts with me. I'm not going to, I'm even actually debating if I'm going to vote in November, to be honest. First of all, I can't even vote today. I'm an independent. Nobody I want is on the ballot. I can't, I, and they won't even allow me to vote. So I can't even do it. And honestly, I don't care for Joe Biden. I don't care for Trump. And I was actually arguing with one of my homegirls' cousins on on Facebook the other day. 
And 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 I was talking to Nikki about this too. And I was like, you know, the problem I had because she's from Trinidad, and I think sometimes like the shutting and the pointing of the fingers when it comes to voting, people don't understand the Black American experience when they come over here. And what we were arguing about it was that that um, I personally like I like, I asked in my story, has anyone experienced anything from voting? Have they received anything? Nobody, I mean, like, I got three answers, and two, three out of those two answers, everybody said, nope, nothing, I never experienced anything. So I asked the question on Facebook, and they were just like, no, but if you vote as a collective, because black people don't vote, and I said, that's not true, and y'all need to stop fucking saying that. Black people go out and vote a lot, even after the pro, after the primaries, I mean, after the um, presidential election, black people do go out and vote. The problem is that people, politicians don't keep their promises and people just wait for their hands to be out and wait for people to drop a coin in their hands. It's not, it's not how it works. It's not how you build a community. You have to do it. You have to do it. We need to police ourselves. and But in order to do that, we need to have money circulating in, in our community. Mm-hmm. I can't say, like, okay, everybody, don't call the police. We're going to have five people that's going to police our community. But then again, there is no... How are they gonna get paid? How are they gonna sustain their family if they just quit their jobs? The community has to pay them. Mm-hmm. It needs to be a security organization or something. We're too reliant on everybody else to create a solution for us instead of our damn selves and holding ourselves accountable. I'm not singing, I'm not going back in the streets because I went out on Friday night to the protest, and I'm not going back out there. I'm personally not. And, and I'm, I'm just, I, I, it's like the more I read and the more I realize it's like I've been so fucking frustrated. Because you know what's so crazy? I was thinking about an essential business before this whole shenanigans started. Especially when I was like, okay, great. I said, like, yo, like, especially with COVID-19, they said, okay, all these black people are suffering from COVID-19. Okay. Well, what are these black people? Well, they are essential business, I mean, essential workers. And these are essential workers for black uh, for white organizations or corporations I don't, they don't do you think they care about our lives like I'm an essential worker but I'm working from home no one has asked at our office how any of us are feeling mm-hmm. are, are we okay you get what I'm saying and like today I'm almost, almost told off a supervisor and that's why I'm thinking like yo like you can't y'all can't relate to me you're not willing to relate to me so I have to create that solution I don't, it's not going to happen tomorrow, of course not. I mean, it happen next year or, the, or three years from now. But it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And I've just been so disgusted with the response from black men. Yo. Like, I'm just like, yo, y'all are the ones that's being killed. And y'all don't even give a fuck. Not one single fuck. I, I could count, like, on my hands how many men I'm actually seeing, like, really speak up. And rise to the cause. Like, really are just, you know, using their voices. They're out protesting. Like, yo, there's one guy I follow. And I'm so sad. I'm, oh. I really fuck with him. But, like, his post. Like, he made one post where he was literally. He was at the beach. At the beach in the Hamptons jogging. And was like, Black Lives Matter. And then, like, he just made a whole bunch of, like, weird posts that really, like, meant nothing. 
I was just like, what? No, no, and that's what I'm saying. And I think I know who he's talking to because I had a whole debate with his friend last night. Okay. About it. Um, And this goes back to what I'm saying. Like, I think sometimes people outside of that diaspora that didn't grow here, they don't, they can't relate. And they're, they're, it's kind of like how, how white people or some white people are treating it. Like, there's like a more like an indifference type of situation. And, and that's what I was explaining to them yesterday. And I was just like, regardless of where you grew up from, once you step foot on, 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 on this territory, you have the same problems as me, mm-hmm. as an American, black American. And there are incidents where there are people that are not from America who had incidents with the U.S. police officers from the U.S. Yes. So you have to understand my battle is your fight too, and vice versa. So that 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 carefree attitude—that's a dud. You cannot have that attitude, especially you plan on having children here. You cannot you cannot coddle them. You cannot hold their hand. You have to be real a realist about the situation. Listen, I already know who's not going to be my child's fathers. Uh, I, and even, like, some people out there that wasn't protesting or whatever, some people have very valid reasons. My thing is, like, listen, I respect anybody's choice as long as it makes sense. I Like, it has to make sense or why. You can't just be like, oh, she ain't going to change. Well, of course not with that mindset. Mm-hmm. No, I and agree. I said, like, even if I... Even if I, well, say if I was a public speaker and I was speaking in front of a thousand people, if I only, if my message only really resonated with five, I did my job. I did my job. And I think that's what we have to look at. Like, who can we touch in the moment? Because it, it's, it's going to be a slow process, but it will eventually trickle down. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we have to, like, start understanding and start realizing that we have to put ourselves first. Yes. And stop making excuses because it just say just say you don't want to do the work. Because I think people also fail to realize too is that the civil rights movement, everybody wasn't down with that. Everybody did not agree with how things were being taken candled and they just wanted to mind their business. They don't want no trouble with Sir, Sir down the street, street Sir Charlie. They didn't want no issues with it, with them. And that's how it is present day. So you we just gotta continue to move forward. I'm not I'm not focusing on the people who don't want to do something. I can't focus on that. I'm not here to save everybody. That's not my job. I'm only here to talk to people and build with people who actually want to make a difference. Right. That's all I want to do. Mm. And I think we have to start looking at it from that perspective so we don't have to have those issues because that's what we're running into. Yeah. No, I've been looking at, I've been looking at people so crazy. Like I was on Facebook and my cousin put up a post, mind you, she has not put up any post about anything that's been going on. So she put up this post and it said, no matter how many racist white people I meet, I never forget about the dope white people in my life. And I had to take a screenshot and I sent it to her and I was like, sis, this is not the time to coddle the good white folk in your life. This is not a time to make them feel comfortable and uh, applaud fish for swimming. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you should not be racist. You should not judge a person off of the color of their skin. I was like, you haven't posted anything about what's going on, but this is the post that you decide to post? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I was just like, it's not right. 
And she, you know, she texted me back and she was just like, I don't see anything wrong with my post. And um, and I feel very strongly about George Floyd and everything that's going on. And I'm so upset that- But this, the problem with that post is I see people post it too, and that you're giving them a reason to fall back when it's their fucking fight. They're like, ooh, I'm not racist. That's my part. No. Talk to your family members because your family members are racist. Talk to your friends. Like, no. And I was just like, I was so. And she never responded back to me when I was just like, so if you feel so strongly about George Floyd and all the other injustices, why haven't you posted? And she never responded back to me. And I was like, exactly. Exactly. Ex fucking exactly. Like, I'm not here to make white people feel comfortable. I have one white best friend. I haven't had to reach out to her. She reached out to me and she was just like, Lauren, let me, like, what can I do? Please tell me. And I was like, number one is you have to, like, do some research. Yeah. Educate yourself and then educate the people around you. You live in Canada. Like, we... You know, we all, it's just like, Google is here. Instagram is here. There's so, I've, I've seen so much. I'm sure it's crossed your eyes too. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not about to sit up here and educate white people on every little thing and teach you how to treat me. And teach you how to help and teach you how to spread the word. It's all out there. Mm-hmm. It's all out there, and and even, like, some black folks, like, and that's why I was, like, I was telling, that's, I, like, I don't know if you listen to my stories throughout the whole weekend, and I was, like, I, I talk about my grandfather, and, like, my grandfather and my great-grandfather and my grandmothers were active in the civil rights movement, and I, I remember them getting fed up, even, like, I, my granny is 89 years old, and she's my last grandparent, and, you know, she always says to me, you know, they trying to take y'all back to slavery, but y'all young people don't get it. Y'all are just so stupid. And I'm like, I would be like, Granny, what are you talking about? I'm like, you didn't become a senile. Like, I don't know what you talk about. But today was the first time I really meditated on what she said. And she's right. They, like, we, they really have us by the balls right now mentally. And we're just so stuck on, like, temporary shit mm-hmm. that we're not going to be able to progress. Like, how the fuck, like, I, I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I don't I don't know what the solution is. I don't have the answers. The only thing I can do is say, yo, we need our essential businesses, and I'm going to open one of them. It's, business, it's not even for me. It's like, I really need my people to have a place where they can come to for the things that they need. There's no reason why there's no organic uh, large supermarkets where food is like, like, for example, I went to, I went to Trader Joe's. Uh, Monday, last Monday, I purchased some ribeye, and my boyfriend happened to buy steak a couple of days later from Costco. The difference between that ribeye and that, the same steak, sort of, from Costco is that when you clean it, there's the steak from um, from Trader Joe's, there's no dye. You ever clean steak from a supermarket, and you just, you say you sit in a, a vinegar and water mix, you notice the, the steak turns brown, even though there's icing and everything. They die the meat. Trader Joe's, they don't die the meat. We don't have those. We don't have those options in our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. We get the meat that's already going bad. And, and you guys pay attention. If you buy a steak, put it in the a, a cup of bowl of water with vinegar and lemon, and you can see the dye come up and the steak turns brown. How the fuck is it turning brown? It's not yeah. near no heat. I don't buy steak. I don't buy red meat, so. I don't know. Well, I, well, you know, I'm just telling anybody. Like, right, right, right. If you ever noticed it, then you'll be like, what the fuck? That's nasty. Like, what, the, what the hell is going on? And, and that's why, like, for me, like, I need to, I want to really have an organic supermarket. And that's something that I'm, I'm working on now because I, I started doing research two, two months ago because of COVID. Because we don't have nothing to go to. We always have to leave our communities to get the things that are good for us. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. What if they say, you know, fuck it, we don't want no more niggas in our store. What you gonna do then? Yo. And don't say you're just gonna go because they could poison everything. Like Exactly. <sighs> we, we, we fight. Nothing is so crazy. And, it's, and this is what I was saying about my grandmother. We fight for masses approval. Yep. We are dying to be accepted into their their spaces. <laughs> I don't know why. And this is not to dismiss anybody who's white that's listening. It has nothing to do with you. This is a conversation that we have to have by ourselves because you guys have your outlets. The Asians have their outlets. Mm-hmm. You know, our outlets, outlets, we have to go everywhere. And then that's like, when I talk to my grandmother, she's just like, yo, like, I've been voting ever since I was able to vote. Nothing has changed. And she's like, I wish we never even integrated. Because we would have more black businesses. We would, Our education would be a little bit different. Yeah. Nothing has changed. I can't name, I literally could not, like, someone, somebody asked me, uh, can you name three things that have changed since you started voting that you wanted? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And I go out and vote every year. Even Trump being in office, his presidency did not affect me, not one bit. I still was able to start my business. I still was able to have a job when I was working. It's like, I don't, I don't know. I'm not saying that it's, it's, there, some people being in the office are not affecting others. But at the same time, I, I can't depend on them. Because if anything did bother me that I want change... I can't go to them for the change. I agree. It has to start with us. And we've been singing the same song for forever. Mm-hmm. They don't give a shit. Like, you know, I was on the phone with my mom. My mom was like, you know, because I think my brother, one of my brothers, they were going to go riot or going to go protest or whatever. I guess she used the word riot, but they were going to go protest. Right. And she was like, you know, I told him not to because, you know, you just never know and... Um, and when they go out, I always tell them, like, you know, act right and do this and do that. I said, Mama, er- <laughs> black people do that all the time. We cannot do anything else. Like, it it doesn't matter what we do. Facts. And, you know, I was getting, like, so frustrated because... I don't know if, like, if you guys follow me, you've seen I posted pictures of my niece. My niece is half white and she's half black. And the way she right. looks now, I was like, she's probably going to be white passing. Okay. And, um, or like a, and I don't know because she's still a baby, but she's like, you know how they say, like, you could always look at the baby's ears and you could tell and all that. Right. And I'm like, 
you know, she she looks like a, a white baby. And um right. and I was like, you know, what's gonna happen when you're at the grocery store with your grandbaby and some white person for some reason can't believe that you're at the grocery store with a white, what they think is a white child, a fully white mm-hmm. child, and they call the police. I said, what are we gonna do when someone calls the police on my little brother when he's with his, what people would think was a fully white baby, and they call the police? Like, what are we gonna do when we're out with her, but we don't have her mother? Right. I was like, and this is why we have to put up this fight now. Cause I was telling my mom, I was like, listen, I said, if something were to happen to, like, anyone that I love, I'm going to go fucking crazy. Like, I'm not going to be okay. Right. And I'm going to want death. I'm not going to be one of the people that's like, no, he wouldn't want this. He wouldn't want fighting. He won't. No. Fucking kill. Do what, yes, like, exactly. go, do what you need to do. I was like, mom, I'm going to turn into a very evil person. So, like, what can we do now? And they get, they get so upset with, like, because my mom was like, you know, the rioting, the looting, like, that's all bad, and we shouldn't be doing that. And I was like, Ma, I'm going to keep it real with you. They, they, they real lucky that we ain't doing the shit that they did to us, that we're not fucking hanging them from trees and having watch parties, that we exactly. haven't fucking tied them up to the back of a car and rolled for miles while their skin is on the pavement. That, I was like, there's... I was like, have you not seen the pictures of everything white people have done to us? I said, and all we're doing is ruining buildings and stores and stealing stuff? Have you not seen those pic- those horrible pictures with black people hanging from trees and white people looking like there wasn't a dead person before their eyes? Like, they're literally taking pictures smiling. I don't know about no one else, but just as a human being, I can't, I can't look, I can't take a picture with a person being hung next to me and smile. Exactly. That shit would, I would be like, oh my God, this is the most insane, disgusting shit ever. So I was like, you know, people can't get over the looting and the damaging buildings and all that other stuff. And granted, you know, there is a lot of white people starting that shit. But people, for some reason, they can't get over it. And I'm like, if we match that up to the pictures that I've seen of black people being tied to trees, being skinned. I was reading a, a fucking article where some this man was bragging that his shoes were made out of leather that they made from a black person's skin. Yep. Are you mm-hmm. fucking kidding me? We're mad because people are de- destroying buildings and stealing things? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, man, please. Like, the shit is, like, we, we're literally, we still dying for no fucking reason, but we want to be fixated on material th- things that can be rebuilt. Uh-huh. That's what we're, fi- that's what we give a fuck about. No, fuck that. That's. Fuck that. Like. Oh, I was just like, my mom was like, you know it's 9 o'clock in the morning, right? And I'm just like, I mean, it's never too early to for somebody to kill somebody. So what, like, I don't understand. She was like, but I just want to eat my breakfast. I was like, all right, girl, I'm going to let you go. But I'm just, I'm, I'm annoyed. Um, let's... You know what people realize, too, like, on a global level? 
started seeing change because they fought back. Not because they was marching and singing old Negro spirituals. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what people are forgetting. And that's why I get, I get annoyed when I be like, y'all don't read enough. Because you guys are making uh, all these like bland-ass statements. You don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. It's not the answer. No protest is supposed to be peaceful. And, like they've been saying, that, you know, they love showing these Martin Luther King images of everybody um, arm in arm, but they never show that uh, the, the, the after pictures where, you know, police were beating the hell out of people. Not even that. Fuck that. Which, which Dr. King were you are people referring to? The one who was marching and singing or the one who said that he felt like he brought his people to a burning house and was about to get fucking militant before he, that he killed, got killed? So which one are they referring to? <sighs> I just, he was about to get ready to do damage. They, he had people ready. But once he was killed, that didn't happen. So which one are you guys referring to when you guys reference Dr. King? And was still killed and being peaceful. <laughs> still died. Mm-hmm. So what does it really matter? Like, they love running to those pictures and his quotes, but y'all still kill him. Mm-hmm. So what do y'all want us to... Like, Russ, the, I literally... Every time people was like, that's not the right way, I said, so So what is I haven't thought about that yet. Oh, yeah, okay. exactly. Oh. I know that's not the right way. Now, shut the fuck up. Oh. Donate for nothing or anything. Like... I'm telling you, people are getting me fucking annoyed. We're literally... Like, I'm like, what? We're literally like, yo, we just want to be left alone. We don't want to die to the hands of the police. And people are like, but... But why? Why are you so mad about it? You don't think everything's equal? Y'all working? Y'all mm-hmm. able to live? Yeah, no. Like, what? Like, the things I've been seeing, uh, I was... This one girl I follow, she was posting, I guess when, like, white people uh, were, you know, were doing the all the Black Lives Matter posts or whatever, she was reposting how their white friends and family members were coming at them so hard because of those posts, because of the, because of, uh, they were, like, you know, standing next to us. And these people were like, do you forget that you're white? Are you kidding me? Black people are bad. Like, the things I was seeing that people were saying, I was just like... This like, is, wow. This is crazy. I saw one when, uh, I guess it was it was a conversation between a daughter and a mom, and the mom was like, you're still half white. Don't ever forget that. And I was like, mm. What? Now, I don't know if she was half black, but if she was half black, well, sis, what was you doing sleeping with a black man? But not even, and this is why, like, I tell people, too. There's no black community without a black family. When you, and this is no shade to know, if you're ready, if you're bisexual, I mean, not bisexual, biracial. (laughs) (laughs) If you are biracial, unfortunately, when times like this, there might be a side you have to pull. And a lot of people don't want to to have to choose because they don't want to hurt or insult the other parent. But when you guys go out there and you guys start having children with people people who do not look like you, they don't that doesn't share the same genetic makeup in some shape or form. This is what you do. You 
create that atmosphere. Yeah. You left a black community. There's no black community without a black family. So, miss me with all that. This is what happens, and that's what you create. So now this, you left this child in such such confusion that she don't even know, like, like dang it, like, you know, I kind of look more like them but at the same time, I don't want to hurt my mom. Like, what? So now she's picking between right and wrong because she don't want to piss up a parent? Did you, see that, did you see that TikTok where I think the guy was like, you know, don't ask me how I feel about everything because I'm biracial, I'm half black, and I'm half white. So I don't know what it feels like to be black. And Ooh, I was like... No, I didn't see that. I was like, yo, people are really bugged the fuck out. And this is why I, this is why I tell people, like, you, I actually was watching a live yesterday, and this girl was saying how you know she dated her man because he's when well, he was pro black, but he was really just caping for white women all day every day. Ooh. Yeah, and this is somebody that I didn't, I didn't expect her to be as in depth as she was. By the way, let me just put that out there. She's smarter than what I assumed. Um, and her like. Her reasoning was, like, I think because he ended up having a child with a white woman before he started dating, and she was just like, you know, whatever. Like, it's not a big deal. It's not having to do with me. And she said how much it affected her in their relationship. Because it's like, you're not, you're, you don't see my problem as a problem because you dated a white woman. And you think their problems are, like, my experiences would be the same as theirs, but it's not. And it was just very, like, eye-opening. And she's like, I she's like, I would never date a man that dated a white woman again because I oh my gosh, she felt like she was scarred from that experience. Wow. And she's like, if you have to only have dated black women, I'd rather deal with deal with the trauma of a of a black man that had, had bad, that received trauma from black women than than deal with what she was dealing with mm-hmm. because she understands it. She's in it. Right. And I, she's like, I can help, but other than that, no. And then he, and the guy, and matter of fact, the guy that she was dating, and she literally, like, they broke up a couple of days ago. Oh, wow. She was just like, yeah, that's how she was like, because especially it was the, the George, George Floyd thing, it was like, that was it for her. And they were having a conversation, and she's like, I'm not going to tell my daughter, you know, about, you know, about her blackness, because I don't want it to coddle her or hinder her growth. What? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. And he was, she was like, the baby is not even like a light, like you expect me to be light skinned, but the baby is brown skinned with like curly hair. He, you could see like her, that black features were more dominant. So she was think that she's just a regular black girl in the street. So what are you talking about? She, but in his mind, he thought because he had a white woman and that he achieved some, a level of acceptance or like he got, he was validated and like crowned by the fucking queen of the world because he was able to procreate with a white woman so he don't want his her blackness to hinder her wow but he just he basically essentially he was trying to water down his bloodline wow meanwhile people gonna look at the little girl and they're gonna sorry they're gonna look at the little girl and they're gonna be like you're black yeah but nobody ever said like they're they're not even making it a thing in the household that's weird Mm mhm and she was like that was it for me they gonna fuck her up with that. Mm-hmm. He was like, "That that was it for me." Cause I was like, "I'm I'm a black woman, and 
granted, like she said, she comes from a very strong Jamaican household that was rooted in their blackness and stuff like that. I cannot see a little girl being raised that looked like me to not accept who she is. Right. And that shit was just like, that shit was fucking baffling. Like, these, I, I, I'm like really disappointed. Like, I, I was beyond disappointed by a lot of shit that I've seen the past couple of days. And I just like, I think like my question to you, Lauren, is just like, because now you have you have your your two brothers date white women, right? Well, one is married to them. One, no, my one. I have two. One is one of my brothers is married to a white woman, and the other one is married to a black woman. Okay, so the okay, so the one is married to the white woman. What conversations was had, or like, how do you and your family intend on at least having a conversation with her, and you know, because it takes a village to raise a child, right? What do you, how, how does this conversation happen and make sure that they understand who they are and to love the, their culture and be aware of the outside forces that may want to hurt them? I know for certain that I am the one that's going to bring these things up. Nobody else. You know, um, even my cousin who made that post, she's married to a white man and she's going to have, she's about, they're about to have a kid and she already has two other uh, mixed race children. Um, so you, it's a com- I I know that I'm gonna break, be the one that's gonna always ha- like have to have those conversations, and I know that I'm going to have to go extra hard to be uh, a prominent figure in her life. Like I know, like my my mom, uh, my mom doesn't really like me and her always argue about race because i'm just always like mom like sometimes i just feel like you you act like you know you don't you're not black like sometimes just the thing she says i'm like i, I kind of like always have to i always have to give her whys and then she'll be like oh that makes so much sense like when she was going off about the looting i said you realize that um people have been without work for months and some of them, yeah, they got a stimulus check, but some didn't. A lot of them still haven't even got approved for unemployment. Can you blame Bats. someone for stealing a Chanel bag and flipping it? They hungry. They don't got no money. They haven't been able to pay rent in three months. Their landlord is on their back. They got other bills. Can y'all blame people for stealing? The government has failed them fucking fail them but y'all want to be so mad no be mad at the government that they only sent out one check right be mad at them leaving these people hungry leaving these people backed up on bills i told her i said mom not everyone has been blessed these past few months to sit at home comfortably i said you have said you haven't even had to think about a bill and how you gonna pay it you haven't got any collection calls. Mm-hmm. I said, so we need to think before we start condemning people for doing things. I said, yes, I'm pretty sure there were some people out there that were taking advantage of the situation. But I said, I'm pretty Absolutely. sure a lot of them was like, yo, I, I'm backed up on bills. I know two Chanel bags gonna set me, gonna get me right. At least to cover these, like, at least to cover the things that are, you know, that have piled up. And she was like, you know what? Like, you're so right. So I'm going to be the one that is going to have to have conversations 
with my brother and with his wife and with my niece about her blackness. Because I can see it now. It's just one of the things that might not even be talked about. That's just like, yes, you're black and you're white, but not going in depth on it. Not having a full-on conversation. And then, you know, say she grows up to look like a Halsey. If you got, I don't know if you know, you know who Halsey is, the singer? No. Halsey is a singer. She's half white and she's half black, but she looks white. Like, you would never think that she was half black. And um, she... Like Rashida Jones? <laughs> no, even whiter. Oh, shit. And one day she put up a post on Twitter and she was like, yo, I'm so tired of going to these hotels because she's a singer. She's like, I'm so tired of going to these hotels and they don't have shampoo for black people. Oh, I remember that. Yes. And everybody was so confused because everyone thought Halsey was white. And so she had to be like, yo, I'm half black. And so... (laughs) (laughs) And so I, you know, I was having that conversation with my mom. I was like, what if, you know, our precious, you know, niece and granddaughter looks like that? It like, you know, I want, but I would want her to say I am black and I am proud. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And so I know that I'm probably going to be the one that has to enforce it and has to have those conversations because I feel like they're just living in a world that's like, you know, you know, well, we're not racist and we love everybody and da, 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 but it's just like, no, we have to have these real conversations with one another. So that's going to be on me. I already know it. Yeah. you Yeah. Cause that, I don't know. I, right now I'm just, this is like a whirlwind of emotion, but I'm learning to just, you know, I, I don't even care anymore. I just have to do what I need to do for the community. And I encourage everybody to do the same mm-hmm. because like I said, we don't, we don't need no more business of luxury. We can't afford luxury anymore. Hello. We can't. We can't afford to have luxury anymore because now when we try to make a po- prove a point, we have nowhere to go to. Yep. Nowhere to turn. Agree. We don't have nowhere to do our laundry, especially if you live in the city. Most of most units don't have um, washer and dryers. We have to go to Asian laundry mats. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to go grocery grocery shopping. We either have to go to the Ox or the the, the Dominicans or the um. You know, sometimes the Dominicans don't even look at themselves as having black blood. They can be extremely prejudiced and racist as well. Um, or we have to go into the white communities to get groceries that, that aren't going bad. Right. You know, even just going to get, just going to the, the, the corner store. The corner store, you know, you, the, no black people own any delis or corner stores in our neighborhoods. Even if the basic thing, if you want to get a pack of fucking cigarettes or some pampers or a paper towel roll. That money's going right back out to the community because they're not putting it back in. Right. Like, we have to think about the little things like that. Even if somebody just wanted to open up a deli, that's cool. That's fine. That's dope. Even, like, there's a black-owned um, black owned liquor store in, um, well, I think it's more wine, if anything, Happy Cork yes. in Brooklyn. I've been there before. It's nice. I like this. You, right? So, mm-hmm. it, you know, like, little things like that. And they, have, and they always have educational, like, lives on um, Instagram. Um, the, like little things like that matter because now, like a liquor, now a liquor store is considered an, an essential business. Yes. So they have been fully operating the whole time, while the everybody I know is just like, well, I'm doing house calls. So you come in and get your hair done. Are you coming over here? Uh, let me do your lashes. No, if this was if, if this pandemic was had more casualties than it than than it than it has, how, how would you be making money? Right. 
And I know people are being, people are more lenient with it because it's like, oh my god, it's only like a few people that like it's really not as bad as people made it seem, and the numbers are inflated. So people are like, okay, well it's not that bad. Let me just you know let me go to your house. Just make sure you sanitize everything or whatever. Like what? People shouldn't have to work that that way. Yeah. So it's just like that's why I'm just like you know we we have to think of a game plan, and right now the game plan for me. Everybody has different roles and everything. Like, like I said earlier today in my story, we all have different roles. Some people's roles are to lead. Some people are to gather information, gather everybody up. Some people are meant to just stay back and pray. And then some people that need to work on the economic side of things for the community because you can gather all you want, but if you don't have no coin, you ain't shit getting done. Yo, literally. Ain't shit getting done. Yes. Nothing. Nothing. So... I mean, we got plenty of black restaurants. We, I mean, we won't be worried. We won't have to worry about that, mm-hmm. you know. But we don't have like the real, the basic stuff. Like that is just insane to me. That's true. That's insane. We really don't like the things we truly need. <laughs> we gotta go to everybody but us for them. So yeah, we definitely need to. We need to come up with a very strategic plan. And- but I think it can really just start within your own network. Yes. Like, it, it doesn't have to be, like, a community meeting. And, no, if you and your friends want to say, hey, you know what, let's open a laundromat. Let's figure out how to do it. Like, Lauren, you, I know you know how to do X, Y, and Z. So you can do that. You have more experience with this than I do. Mm-hmm. You know, so if we, we can gather each other's resources. And that's what basically it is, putting our brains together. Yep. And who we can call. Yeah, like I said, because my mom was like, you know what it is with black people? Like, we can't just, we can never get on the same page. So I was just like, but mom, we as a family, we can get on the same page. I said, and then when people see what we're doing, then they'll copy. Like, sometimes you just got to show people how to do things. But you have to be an example. Because it's inspiration. People will be like, oh, they got together and they did that. All right. I know if we get together, we could do this. And then we could just, everyone could build off of each other. I was like, but it has to start. We can't just be like, oh, we don't never agree on anything. So we're that's not going to do And that's a fucking lie. So we're not going to do nothing. Like, I feel like that's how people think, though. But that, No, and honestly, when I was having a conversation last night, I said, you know what the problem is with that, that narrative that I hate? And it's, I hate it so much because... Black, black people have to understand the importance of proximity. And I don't think people understand why it's extremely important. If you surround yourself with 95% of black people and everybody else that you talk to or may have interactions with are non-black, they're the 5%. And you're seeing that, okay, then we can't even come together and have a problem. Oh, come together and start a solution. Or, you know, this is why black people can't do this. And, oh, black on black crime. Um... Yeah, because that's all you know. We make things a black problem when it's not a black problem. Because if you go to an Italian neighborhood, an Irish, or you talk to them, they have the same problems with their family, too. Right, I remember you saying that. Like, they have the same issues. We just don't even think about it like that. Huh? I said, yeah, we just don't think about it like that. Yeah, we don't. We just make it seem, and we make it make make them like they are like the paradigm to greatness. That's how we treat white people. We treat them as the paradigm. Like they're they're bleed shit and eat like just like us. The only difference is that we, there was systems in place that hindered our growth. 
These are not black problems. People all over the world have these problems with their family that don't want to start business together. They got one one uncle that popped into their room at night. Right. It's not a black issue. Right. And those things I want us to stop. We need to stop focusing on the negative and look at and look at other things from the from a from a different perspective because it's mad positives that we can run off of. That's true. Um, so what, what do you think about everyone wanting celebrities to speak up? Oh, that's a dub. First of all, first of all, little Wayne, forget about it. Listen. Oh my God. Oh my God. I don't need, I don't need anybody to speak for me. I don't think we honestly need black leadership. I think that because when we focus on black leadership, it deters us. Because nobody actually wants to do that job. Nobody wants. I, I don't. I don't want to lead. Mm-hmm. Let somebody else lead. I don't want to lead. And I told. I told a couple of people that today. Like y'all gonna leave me alone about this leading shit. I'm not doing it. I don't want to lead because then I get. No. You said, you'll get what the phone went out. I said I will get killed. Oh okay. I don't want to be a leader. I don't want to have my businesses targeted. Because if I'm focusing on the economic side of things, I have to keep things afloat. Right. So if... Dang, what was I going to say? I forgot my chance of thought. So yes, anyway. So getting back to the artist or whatever. I I don't want no one to speak for me. And when we are looking, looking to, to these celebrities... First of all, they're not, they're not educated in, in politics at all. They're not educated in law. A lot of them aren't. Why do I need them to speak for the black community? They don't represent me. Like, people are like, oh, um, Drake needs to say something. When has Drake ever said anything? Mm-hmm. I think maybe this might be the first time he finally made some type of effort. But I don't need no one to speak on the black community. Because all y'all going to do is tell us to go and vote. And I feel like when they do speak, they always say dumb shit. Like, I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, you Because they don't want to fuck up their money and their sponsorship. You could have just stayed in your mansion, like, and shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> what, what you were saying was sounded so dumb. Um, I was having a conversation with my friend, and I was like, I truly do think that the, the celebrity slash influencer is dying out. And I think it's because we've realized that they are dumb. Uh, well, a lot of them. I'm not going to say all of them. But we realize that a lot of them, they just don't have it all up there. And they also don't care. They've already made it. They're good. They're comfortable. And a lot of them are a lot of them are going to censor themselves. Like some of them could truly feel deeply about everything that's going on. But they don't want to mess up how they're living and their situation. They don't want to mess with how they live in. And so I feel and, like, oh, what were you going to say? No, and I'm saying that's what's so frustrating. And, and so I'm like, why y'all fiending for this? Because they make us look stupid. Oh, all the time. They make us look mad stupid. And I'm just like, yo, no, no. When, and granted, he's not like a huge celebrity, but the actor, when Shamik Moore was like, Rosa Parks could have took a cab. Y'all almost lost it. Because he, oh my God. I said, oh my God. But, then, but this is why I'm, like, this goes back to what I said earlier. Sometimes 
when I realized that some people don't understand the black American experience. Like they're so disconnected. And I just want and I just want people just to listen. Listen to us. Because that's that's it's not as easy as as it may sound. It still costs money. Imagine taking a cat imagine having to take a cab and you are working day and night and you can't even afford if you take this cab you may not be able to afford to get to and from work the next the next week or so. Like, do you not think about this fucking time? Or fuck are it. Are you that disconnected? Fuck it. What if she tried to get a cab but wasn't unavailable? Like, what? Where, where did you come up with that logic in your head? Because it doesn't make sense. And then you have fucking fat ass Shekinah Joe. Oh my God. Tori Lane's kind of got her together. What? I didn't expect what that. What did Gucci do to you? <laughs> what the fuck did Lynn Small did to you? What the fuck are you talking about? What are you talking about? You you did not address George Floyd in his in his murder at all. But that's the first thing you want to talk. That's about. That's the first thing you want to talk about. You crying over damn Gucci. Gucci be alright. Gucci will be a okay. I was watching that shit. I was just like, yo, I'm I'm so happy. Not not gonna say I'm happy. I'm happy. No, I'm happy that people are showing their true colors. So I know who to get the fuck out of here for me. Who to be like, okay, I'm not going to follow them no more. I'm not going to follow them no more. I won't follow so many people. Mm-hmm. I, like, I'm good. I'm good on so many people. Trust me. Like, I've, I've, I feel like I've seen it all within these past few days. But, yeah, the Shekinah Joe, I was just like, girl. And even uh, T.I., and um, I thought I I thought when um, Keisha Bottoms when she got when she got Ti and Killer Mike to speak and uh, and they were basically like yo please don't don't tear down Atlanta all of those other things it's like I see what she was trying to do but in my mind I was like don't pe- people don't I really don't think people idolize celebrities the way they used to. Because we know, because people know how ain't shit T.I. is and all of the the corny stuff he's done, people are like, why am I listening to you? Mm-hmm. Why am I? And granted, like, Killer Mike is different because he, like, he advocates for the community. Like, he does a lot. And, uh, like, T.I. does too, but T.I.'s personal business is in the news so much. Yeah, it's hard to take him seriously. Yeah, it's hard to be like, yeah, 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 I'm going to do what you say. Uh, No. Like, it doesn't, I don't think it just, I don't think it resonates the way it used to. And so I think they have to, like, you got to get somebody else. Go get a, a black activist or something because I, I don't think celebrities hold that same power. Because we, because we know so much about them now, mm-hmm. like I said last week, celebrities got to get off of social media. We know too much. We, we just like y'all. They're not like this, this person that's on a pedestal anymore. I feel like a lot of them, they've had that rug pulled up under them. Yeah. You know, y'all drug addicts, y'all. Yeah, like, there's so much. It's just like, child, please. What, what you trying to... What you telling? What you telling? What you saying? Uh, huh? Nah, not you. Mm-mm. Nah. Like, no one, nobody's buying this shit. Nope. Uh, <laughs> Virgil Abloh donating $50 and reposting it. I think... 
I started to really think that maybe I think it was misinterpreted mm-hmm. because because he was it was he was matching other people like it was like a network thing. Um, so he would just you know he was just promoting like okay this is what we're doing we're matching each other or some shit like that. Okay. But even if so, I feel like still like fifty dollars is is a joke from you and your friends in your network. That I even with my business I do they donated more than he did. That's what I said. $50. I said I donated more than that. Me, that does not work for Louis Vuitton or have my own yeah. brand. <laughs> like what? And, and I just feel like you know, I, and I, I was just like you know, I gotta remember who we're talking to here. Yeah. And who we're trying to get assistance from because he ain't it. <laughs> and I think sometimes we have to learn too. Like some people are just. They're never going to be for us. It's like all the way. Absolutely. So they don't want to fuck up their money. They don't. Yep. Like they like where they at. And yeah, they don't think coming forward and like speaking up is worth the lifestyle that they live. So. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. They don't. But it's just like so much shit. I just want people to just... Take a step back. Stop jumping on bandwagons. And I think everybody should get a Twitter for live updates because it's not being reported on the major black um, platforms that we would hope would be reported on. They don't. Even like, I remember I sent um, Jason Lee an article about how that was the president, the president of Uganda. I think it was Uganda had tested the, took the COVID-19 test and tested on a, on a fruit called a pawpaw and a goat. I saw that. And it came positive. You think that fool posted it? No. Like, like this is the information. Like, you have to seek the information because I'm telling you right now, CNN is full of shit. MSNBC is full of shit. Matter of fact, matter of fact, I meant to send it to you yesterday. MSNBC, right? They took a scene from, I forgot the name of the movie, and put it on their, on the television and said this is alluding in LA right now. What? Yeah, yes, I'm I'm dead serious. And I'm like, this is, I think I sent it to, did I send it to Dawn? I was just like, you know, this is the shit that I'm talking about. You you guys are getting, you guys are not doing your own research. And I know you're tired of people telling you that, but this is, but this is the reason why, because the, the media fucking lies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like I, I was just so disgusted. I saw videos of protesters calling out a reporter because as he was, um, as he was recording, he was playing. He was playing a sound clip of gunshots, and they were like, "Why are you playing this as you're as you're recording?" And he was like, "Oh, I didn't know that I was doing that." And they was like, "No, you're trying to like we are. This is a peaceful protest where we're at. Yet you're playing uh, a sound clip of gunshots going off as you're recording for the news. You know that don't make no sense, and you know that's not right." And he tried to act stupid. And I was like, yo, you could have got all them people killed. The way the police is moving, with Trump being like, now he's like, yo, do whatever you want. Is that your discretion? As if it wasn't already at their discretion anyways. Uh-huh. I was like, this is nuts. Or the video where uh, 
there was a white woman coming out of uh, a store that had been looted and she had like bags of items and they were like I and the news reporter was like you know I mean I hope this is an employee coming out of here but she she could also be a loot and it's just like now you know if that was black people you would have been like yo look at these looters coming out of this shop but because she white you hope it's an employee you think uh, an employee coming out of a shop full, with bags full of clothes I saw another clip of white people uh, stealing skate no not skateboards what um, surfboards from Patagonia. Let's put that on the news. Let's 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 play that. But they don't want to show that exactly, and that's why people need to stop looking towards white media outlets for the answer. Cause they're not they're not gonna show us what the, the truth like what, what what there was a um a video right and it was on the news and they seen a white woman looting they was like i hope she's not stealing i hope she's not looting i it looks like she is but she's not this is what the news and yes. is saying that's the one i was talking about yeah and it was just like what huh you know what she doing but you don't want to paint that your, your people like that, right? But everyone that's black is a looter. Meanwhile, black fe- black people the ones they out here peaceful protesting. It's white people setting shit on fire. Did you see that video where the girl was go- uh, going off on some white rioters because they were in the city? Yeah, because they were going in and smashing bus stops and taking signs off. And literally, it was this black woman talking to a whole bunch of white people. And she was like, y'all are going to go to y'all comfortable-ass homes. You know what I mean? Y'all fucking up every- y'all fucking up the charging station where homeless people charge their phones. How's a homeless person going to charge up their phone now? Uh-huh. They didn't have shit to say. They was like, woo! Yeah, and it's like, no, y'all the ones doing this shit. Stop! I saw this disgusting video of... um some white riders setting a homeless person's bed and things on fire. Oh my God. It fucked me up to see that. I was just like, why would you ever do that? Right. Why would you, that, that, that lets me know that y'all out here and y'all have no fucking purpose. Because if y'all had a purpose and also if you had a heart, you would never do that to a homeless person. And the homeless sure, we man, don't, yeah. the homeless man was going, oh, I was like, yo, these people, like, them motherfuckers have no heart. Who would ever in their mind say, let me light a homeless person's bed and things on fire? So it's these people mixing with the people who actually are trying to make a change, and they're out here doing all of that, this fuck shit. Wait a minute. You know what, it made, that made me so angry just now, because we don't know that he might have the last, last, personal belongings of maybe a family member or like the last little photos that he may have of somebody yeah you know what i'm saying and was laughing about it luckily someone came over and was like helping him put his things out but it's just like but those things are some things are burnt that shit stinks as like it sucks that he even has to sleep on the street now he has a bed that smells like burnt ashes like come the fuck on i was just like yo i just It's, hmm, it's like, y'all not out there fighting for nobody. Y'all out here just wrecking shit. 
the white people that I've been seeing in videos of them. Like, it's disgusting. I can't. I've just been annoyed. Yeah. <sighs> I'm yeah. just... I don't know. I, right now, what I'm trying to look into, because Hillary Clinton, like I said, is going to court today, and I think there was like so many distractions um, that's been going on about a lot of things that I think we needed to be aware of. And I think everybody should take time and time out too to look in, look at it, or whatever. I'm gonna look into it because that's I didn't even I had no clue. You're gonna have to go on YouTube. Okay. And, um, because there was posts earlier, but everything is literally disappearing. Wow. And that's how bad it is. Like, if you are somebody who loves knowledge and likes to, like, fact check and do things like that, it's kind of hard where, where, um, when things are just continue to be censored. Um, even, did you watch the Jeffrey Epstein's a documentary? Yes. Crazy. Disgusting. Uh, he... <laughs> It, and where that lady at? Gilstein, what was her name? I forgot. She hiding out somewhere. Yeah. That bitch is nasty. All them people are disgusting. But you know what? He was making sure he had that blackmail. Mm-hmm. I, I, I could see the way he was, uh, the people who he was aligning himself with. And the places he was at and how he was taking pictures, I was like, he probably knew, like, yo, when shit hit the fan, I know how I'm going to get out of this. Uh-huh. But, you know what? Let's go into that. Let's talk about that next week. Alright. I feel like we've had enough for this week. Alright. Um, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Y'all, I was getting DMs like, I can't wait to hear what y'all got to say, da, da. I hope y'all liked the episode. Um, Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you.